Take my hand Take my little hand Walk with me And if you can Understand I didn't plan For this road I'm on But here I stand Hello, you are listening to the Sweet Baby O podcast. I'm Lynn Browder and I have a son, Owen, who has autism and he is 10. And to quote Owen, roller coaster, (laughs) roller coaster, roller coaster. That is his new word and I'm not really quite sure what he's associating it with yet, but we went over a bridge that we go over a lot, and he said roller coaster. So I'm not sure if he's referencing the action that we're doing because we're kind of going up and over it, or because there's a railroad track underneath it, or if it's an emotional connection of some sort that he's working through. He will randomly say roller coaster, and I'm just not sure what it's associated with. So that is now my new word. <laughs> roller coaster e um, is what I say a lot when we're dealing with our days because. It seems like they are truly on the roller coaster. We are up and down and in between for everything that we have been doing lately. He's had more good days than emotional or bad days, but he's had a lot of emotional moments in those days. And I breathe uh, because it's just one thing after another. And yesterday was such an incredible day. He had just everything just seemed to kind of click for him. We did the things that he wanted to do. Just every little moment set was right on. Now, there were times, there was different moments in that day, but it just felt like he went from one good thing to the next good thing to the next good thing. And his behaviors or my behaviors, we were kind of easily corrected. We was able to kind of walk through them, talk about them, and move forward. Compared to today, he had a great morning relatively once he woke up for the few minutes that he was awake before he went to the bus. Um, He had kind of a hard night, and then he went to school, and I know he was really excited to be at school and to share his animal cards, but he came home, and we had a doctor's appointment, and that was the roller coaster. He is on this, oh, I just wish I even knew how to explain it. Blue pants, blue pants. He wants the entire world in blue pants. And the more he is attached to somebody, the more he really wants them to wear blue pants. So he had... A meet, uh, an appointment today with his 
pediatrician and she didn't have blue pants on. Well, this immediately sent Owen into overdrive. He had enough before it was even ready to go. We we um, went and the nurse wasn't in blue pants and then the doctor wasn't in blue pants and that was just enough to make him really agitated and upset. Um, and so... You know, it, it's very emotional and it's very sad and it's very hard for me because I keep trying different ways and places and people to help me work through these moments with him and there's no relief. There's no stop. There's no change and he, you know, does pretty good in his classroom and school, but at the school itself, he still has to go through and talk to all the different um, people about their blue pants. And I think when he comes home, depending on the day, if we go anywhere, he still has that need to justify his blue pants. He wants everyone to be in the blue pants. And so that's really hard to take him anywhere because it's not just a matter of him saying, you need to wear blue pants. He is right in their face or right with them or right where he is past that point. And so it's hard to know what to do and how to kind of move through those behaviors. And we've been working on it with him for a year now. He's got therapists, he's got his teacher, he's got all kind of behavior specialist and, and just one person after another. And, and we're all kind of in this same circle with him trying to create a positive experience for him. And so, you know, it's, it's nerve wracking. It's nerve wracking. That's probably the best way to describe it. Um, it's very emotional because this is my baby and I I don't want to like worry that he's going to cry and have a huge meltdown because someone he sees is not in blue pants. Blue pants. And he talks about other clothes. He talks about my pink shoes and my pink hat which he loves and he talks about other clothes, my camo pants, black pants, tan pants, all of these other pants. But it's a matter of he still needs to see me in blue pants. Where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? We've seen specialists. We've seen more specialists. We're going to see more specialists. And, you know, it's, it's, trying to find the specialist that wants to listen or thinks outside of the box because if you group everything in as well that's autism that doesn't always work because 
He is an individual. He has information that is stored in his brain from years and years ago. He has this rigidity with his learning and how he learns, and he loves learning. He's amazing at learning things keeping that information and applying it down the road. You know, it's not even right that minute. So when I look at this, it's so much more than just saying, okay, well, here, let's, you know, put this Band-Aid on it and it's done. Because this is a year now that this behavior has continued. And a lot of times the behavior happens after it's a visual impact. And so he sees something and then he has the meltdown. From there, what do you do? How do you control it? How do you help him through it? How do you keep positive? How do you move forward? You know, which way do you go? Who do you listen to? Uh, And we've tried so many things and we've tried different approaches. And I'm just, I'm just to the point where I'm not really sure how, you know, to kind of proceed. So, We are going through many more steps. Uh, We got referral um, today uh, for another um, doctor. And then um, depending when we talk to that doctor, we are going to reevaluate at that point and see some other specialists. And I'm working with um, another health food, um, health and nutrition coach and, and seeing if they, you know, can shed some light on things and then you go to another doctor and another doctor and you just want somebody to listen. You want somebody to provide hope. You want somebody to say, okay, that is a valid concern. You know, this isn't just something that we sweep under the rug or we try to ignore or we throw medicine at it. We have to learn other ways of dealing with it. And I'm, you know, I'm not saying that anything's wrong with A, B, C, or D approach. The problem is not all approaches work with every single person. So you have to kind of look at the individual, look at them and find what works to get them through those moments. You know, and it can be a combination of lots of things, and it can be a combination of years in the making. You know, it's not something that's necessarily a quick turnaround to change, especially when you have somebody that has such a brilliant mind and can retain all of this information and can keep all of this information. You know, it, it's going to take a very specialized process to work through this with him. So we got our referrals today and hopefully um, we'll be hearing about appointments more uh, to see where we go from here. You know, it, it's there's so many moving parts and you think that you're on the right track until the next thing happens.
And I get very emotional about it because we're sitting in the doctor's office that he absolutely loves. And his doctor walks in and she's not in blue pants. And had she known that he was coming, she would have warned them because she knows how serious he is about this and how uh, it it really upsets him. And it's almost like a disappointment. It's almost like a painful disappointment when somebody doesn't wear blue pants. It's a visual pain and, and you just don't know how to kind of push through that with him. And so, you know, it's, I ask him why blue pants are so important so that I can kind of help him through the process and so that I can understand and kind of maybe change the way I really don't know. We look at things or we go to, you know, through the process, but he doesn't really have the comprehension or the words um, or the skill to be able to take what he's thinking and translate it into something quickly or within a reasonable amount of time to for him to process it, for him to then say the information that I'm asking him for. So this is where I have to kind of step back and associate what he's learning and what he's saying and what he's doing for future events. And that is quite the process. And so tonight when I kept asking him why he wanted people in blue pants, hmm, it wasn't an easy process and it wasn't something that he even really technically answered. He kind of uh, talked about, you know, um, blue pants aren't important. And I try to get him to understand that I don't think blue pants are important, but for some reason that we have to figure out, blue pants are important to him. So even though in my mind, blue pants don't matter, Blue pants do matter. They do matter to Owen. And there's more to the process. You know, there's more to the process. And and when you look at autism, you know, there's so many other things that get grouped in with that or are with that. Uh, you know, there's, it's, it's like everything. You can have more than one autoimmune, you know, condition. And, you know, I have um, Hashimoto's thyroid condition. I have arthritis. I have this, I have that. I have uh, hemihypertrophy. I have lots of conditions, but, you know, each one of them have things that you need to either take or do or be or, you know, you have to go through the process of how to help your body. And some of that is medicine. Some of that is going, you know, to the gym or working out or, or this training your brain to rethink about something, trying to suppress certain things. There's so many parts of our bodies that we have to learn how to control each one of our conditions. And again, it could be with medicine. It could be with supplements. It could be with any of these things, you know, and, and that's one of the great things that I love working with his doctor is, you know, she's 
saying, okay, well, let's explore these options or you've brought a valid point, go ahead and explore those options. And that's what you have to do. You have to work with somebody, you know, a professional, you know, our pediatrician is great and, and work with them to find what works with you and works with your child or works, you know, for what you're trying to accomplish. Because, if, you know, you can hear over and over and over the the same words from doctors, from friends, from whoever it is. But you need that hope. You need somebody to say, okay, well, let's think outside of the box. These things aren't working. Let's explore the next option. And that's kind of where we're at right now. We're going through the next options. And I hold on. I get emotional. I get emotional. I can't help it. I get emotional. I hold on to the difference between yesterday and today. Today was all about trying to figure out, do he, do, does he need this? You know, can we put him on that? Should we take him and, you know, add supplements? Should we take him and, and go back to dairy-free and gluten-free? All of these options we've, you know, sat there and discussed with his pediatrician while he's, you know, having a, an emotional time with her not wearing blue pants. So we got the referrals and at any point we'll talk to her again, probably on the phone so he doesn't get as upset. (laughs) To see him crying over someone not wearing blue pants, it's just really hard. It's really hard and it's really emotional. And then we take yesterday and he, for some reason, on Sunday, he got his mindset that he wanted to ride a tractor like Goofy does on Mickey Mouse Clubhouse from the farm. I think it's Mickey and Donald have a farm, something to that effect. He got out of the car and he hadn't really been talking about it and he decided he wanted to go ride a tractor. Well, I thought seeing someone ride a tractor would be okay. But that wasn't just the option. So we went and um, explored, tried to find a somebody riding a tractor, but that didn't work. So on... Um, on Tuesday, we went to uh, the store and he got to sit on several riding lawnmowers. And he was so very excited. He could not wait to like get on them and he just wanted to sit there. He probably would have liked it if they were moving. I don't know how he would have liked all the noise, but he may have been just fine with it, but he was so excited to just be on those tractors, as he kept calling them, and he was looking for Goofy, but Goofy was nowhere to be found. 
But we stayed there and he, you know, kept yelling at different people, hello, you can say hi, you can say hi, he said. And so he sat there and he was just as happy as happy could be. And it was nice because it was just such a refreshing time. And he, you know, I had told him that when he got off of the bus, if he mentioned my clothing, that we would not be going to the tractor. So he looked at me, he looked me up, he looked me up and he looked me down and he looked at my shoes and he looked at my hat. And he, you know, just, he wants me in a certain way. He wants me to be in a certain look. And it's really hard because there are times when if I don't do exactly what he wants, then there's meltdowns. If I do more than that, then there's meltdowns. And and so it's kind of that middle of the road. We have to be exactly right at the exact same time. So... Yesterday, he did great. He didn't, you know, even just mention it at all. So we got to go, and he had a great time. And then when we were done looking at the tractors, we went over and looked at the fish at one of the stores. They have a big fish tank. And so we stood there, and he just loved it. Loved, loved, loved the fish tank. And he's he's been there numerous times. And then we've also been in the parking lot numerous times where he would not go inside. He would cry or he would scream or something. And he would just be like, mm-mm, nope, mm-mm. and we couldn't go in. I, and I'd try to get him out of the car and... You know, those are things that you don't want to push because if he is standing in the parking lot already screaming or crying about something, then it's not worth it to go on to the next phase and take him inside or, or you know, drag him out of the car because he's, he's you know, trying to figure out how to buckle him back, his self back in or just whatever it is. It's not worth it because... He can't handle it. There's either a sensory moment that's happening or he just can't understand why we're at this when he's wanting to do something else. So as many no's that I've had when we've tried to go to the fish before, tried to go some other places, this felt like such a huge victory because he wanted to go in there and he wanted to look to see if they had their fireplace going and he wanted to see if Santa the pirate, that's his new fun thing, Santa the pirate was in or he wanted to see if the snowman were there. So these were all things that he really truly was looking forward to at this store. And uh, like I said, as many times as he said no, we're not going in or had those meltdowns, for him to be able to go through these moments and let me, you know, just kind of 
have everything in place and, and stay there and go into the store. It was huge, and he loved it. He loved looking. They didn't have the fireplace going, but he was okay with that. They, you know, Snowman wasn't there, and he was okay with that. But he sat there, and he watched those fish, and he talked about one of them because it swims with its mouth open. The, the One of the um, workers um, came over and told us um, that he had lockjaw, and so um, Owen told me that he the, the fish needed to go to the dentist to get some of his teeth pulled. But he just had such a great time with those fish. And he worked through a lot of what he was talking about and what he was saying. And I, I just love the, the enthusiasm he had when he was there. And he talked about an aquarium. He talked about a fish tank. He talked about a treasure. He talked about these fish. And the, the worker had said several um, types of fish were in there. And he listed some of them. And Owen told him that he loved the fish. And, and just even though it wasn't necessarily like the... All the conversation wasn't with the, the the worker that came to help us. It was great because when he left after he explained everything, Owen was still talking about the words that he had said. And so it was nice for Owen to be able to hear those about the, I, I believe it was a trout and um, a couple other fish. Um, and he gave, you know, some more detail. And Owen can probably tell you all the details. Me, I'm not sure that I can remember them. But it was such a great day for him to be able to come home. It, the, the blue pants thing was not on his mind as heavily as other days because he was able to kind of control those moments and step away from it because he had an objective. And so then we went to the tractors and he sat there on the tractors and he had a great time with that. And then we were able to go over to the fish and he was able to see the fish. And this, you know, all of those moments were just exactly what this mama needed. And it's hard sometimes because you're trying to do what's best for your child. And, you know, you don't always have the answers. And the specialists don't always have the answers. And, you know, when you get referred to something else, they don't always have the answers. But there are answers out there. We just have to find them. We just have to find them. There's hope. There is hope. And he's come such an incredibly, oh, I think about it. And when I would beg him to talk, because I knew he could. He had said one word. If you can say one word, he could say a hundred words. That's what I always told him. And so when he went from that moment to where he is now, the progress the progress is incredible. So, you know, autism is as much about how I handle it as it is about Owen having it. And so I breathe and I have to remember that we're both growing and learning and loving in this experience. And, you know, we don't have all the answers, 
but I can tell you, I'm going to keep trying to find what works best for my son and try to work with him to help him through these moments. Because as sad as it is for me, for him to shed those crocodile tears over somebody not wearing blue pants, I can only imagine what he's going through. And it just is something that I'm going to keep pushing and keep pushing to get to that point to find some answers. So the journey continues. And, you know, today we didn't find any more answers, but we found love. There's love, 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 love. Owen stood in the living room and he wanted me to kiss the top of his head and, and I kissed it real quick. I went, Mwah. He likes when I make the extra noise and that wasn't good enough. He wanted a whole bunch. He goes, mwah, 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 mwah. <laughs> and so I stood there and I kissed his head more and I did the whole thing. Mwah, 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 mwah. And that is the moment that matters. The moment that he knows that I love him, the moment that he knows that I'm there for him, that's what matters. That's the moment that matters. And so all of this, we'll get through it. We'll get closer. We'll get more in tune with what we should do for the next steps. So... Thank you for listening to my Sweet Baby O podcast. Uh, The song that you heard at the beginning, and you'll hear the rest of it here at the end, it is Down This Road by Marcus Oglesby, and he is with the band Creek Don't Rise. Thank you for listening, and you can... Contact me on my Sweet Baby O page uh, on Facebook or my website, which is sweetbabyo.com. And please let me know if you have any additional questions. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Life ain't always what we thought it would be. Sometimes. Heavy is the load I won't give up on you Don't give up on me Take my hand Down this road Take my hand Down this road Understand, I understand You don't understand the way I am When you cry, and I don't know why I'll make you smile when you cry Where this road will lead, nobody knows. Just come with me and let's see just how far it goes. Take my hand, take my little hand, 
walk with me And if you can Understand I didn't plan For this road I'm on But here I stand And life ain't always What we thought it would be Sometimes heavy is the load up on you don't give up on me take my hand down this road take my hand down this road take my hand